Welcome to Pilates is the Answer podcast, where you can discover the power of Pilates and how it can improve every aspect of your life. We are your hosts, Stacey Jernigan and Pearl Daman, and we look forward to introducing and sharing all of the questions about which Pilates is the answer. second episode of Pilates is the answer. So I am Stacey Jernigan and of course Pearl is with me today as well co-hosting this with me. So today we're going to be talking about just in general what is your why and of course tie that into Pilates and what is your why for Pilates. So I'm going to let Pearl get started talking about the why in general and how this relates Pearl to different things in your life, your why, and also with some of the clients you work with and helping them find their why. Thank you, Stacy. Yes, why. Why is a really important thing because the why is transformative. It's a force that can help keep you going when your motivation drops a little, when you get distracted. I've actually coached with personal clients, business clients. I've done financial coaching because of my CPA background, and of course, health, fitness, and wellness. And in all of those, you want to start with your why, because why clarifies why you're doing things, clarifies what you need to do. It gives you motivation. It helps you to be authentic. You know, when you feel authentic and know your why, then you can go forward. And then that leads to long-term fulfillment. The why is the driving force behind your success. It's also the key to a purpose-driven in your life in your and in your business. So if you have your big why, why you're doing things in general in life, then when it comes to Pilates, your why is a little more defined. You narrow it down. Why? But it comes from your big why. And so I think that's really important that we discuss all of that because with knowing our why, it gives, it's kind of like that guiding light that, um, so to speak, when you're on the coast and you see the lighthouse guiding you into shore, that's Uh what your why does for you. So we want to talk about that. But Before I get into more about the actual why, let's talk about the why Pilates, because that's why we're here. Pilates is the answer. I think it's the answer to the why, but let's look a little deeper at Pilates why, and then we'll circle back around and find out how to find our big why that takes us to our Pilates why. Okay, that sounds great. So I feel like, you know, for me personally, I know I talked about last episode, if you were with us last episode, I talked about my primary reason for beginning Pilates was back pain, um, chronic back pain from a car accident. And then, um, and so Pilates being recommended to me to help with that. And that over time, I realized how helpful it was for me with managing stress and anxiety and things like that. I made a joke last week about it, um, helping me feel less angry, um, those types of things. So sometimes your why will evolve. Um, in my experience with working, especially with private clients, but also in group sessions as well with, cl- with clients, um, I see people that come to Pilates because of pain. Sometimes it's very urgent and uh, sometimes maybe even a surgeon or a doctor will recommend either Pilates or surgery. And so people often will try the Pilates route to avoid surgery. 
Um, sometimes post-injury or post-surgery, people will find Pilates as a way to rehab, to help with, you know, with rehabbing pain or uh, recovery. Sometimes people come into it for, for a way to help other modalities of exercise that they're participating in because Pilates can help you have better form when you're running or when you're strength training, things like that. It's such a great complement to what you're doing. And then also sometimes I'll see people come um, into Pilates because they just want to feel better about themselves. They want to feel better about their posture. They want to feel better about their body. They just really are interested in doing something for themselves and learning how you know to take better care of their body. So I think there's just such a wide array and we would love, I know I would love and Pearl, you would too, to hear from our listeners, what is your why? So don't hesitate to reach out to us and let us know. And we would love to hear your story about what brought you to Pilates. So I'll bounce back off to you, Pearl. I think you hit on a real key point. The why evolves. And I think about some of my clients that I've worked with, and I just want to share a story or two, because I think it really proves the point. One of the ones that really sticks with me, and he was one of my favorite clients because of how he evolved in his why. He actually came to me, his wife recommended he should come because he was getting ready to go on a ski trip to the Alps. So he wanted to be strong. And he, you know, he's he was a dermatologist in his 50s. He, you know, he wanted to be a cool guy. He wanted to be on the ski slopes in, in the Swiss Alps. So he came to get strength in his legs, to get a little stronger core. So that was the why that brought him in. Once we started working together and he saw the benefits and he actually went back to his office and people started noticing that he was in better shape. Granted, we got a man in his 50s and he's getting noticed. So his why evolved and he kept coming. He came home from the Swiss Alps and he kept doing his sessions because now it got him fit you know, and in comparison to others his age, he was looking good, kept stuck with me. And we started to get it. This was before COVID. We started to get into COVID and he started to see that the why was the strength and it was going to be longevity and how he was going to sustain going forward into, you know, not just in his 50s, but in his 60s and his 70s and be strong. So his why evolved. And in the end, his why turned out to be long-term optimal health. So that's just a little different. He didn't come in with any problems, came in with a goal, short-term goal that turned into a long-term goal. I bet you have some good stories like that too, Stacy. You have I one do. you want to share? Yes, it reminds me of one of my male clients who actually came in because um, both a doctor and his wife had recommended him coming to Pilates and he came in very reluctantly. And that must have been like the first words out of his mouth is <laughs> I don't really be here. I don't think this is going to help, but I'm here. you know. <laughs> and um, and and so, you know, it was funny for me because I was sort of a new instructor at the time. And so I was a little nervous and I thought, OK, I've got to really you know, make sure I do a great job. And and then it's funny, similar to how you say, he turned into one of my favorite clients and he started coming three days a week and started noticing having less stress and tension in his neck, which was not something he expected. Um, he was able to ski better. He also noticed sitting at his desk that he just didn't feel quite so tired and lethargic because he was sitting up taller. He was breathing, you know, thinking about his breathing. Um, and then he also got better at his golf game. So, of course, he was thrilled about that. Oh, and yeah. Yeah. Started kind of telling, you know, his friends about it. So it's kind of cool because it how it changes, you know, when people start. And it's very like oftentimes unexpected benefits that they don't realize, which is true for me as well. 
So I love that you brought up the unexpected benefits because that's another reason why Pilates is the answer. The benefits go beyond what you do while you're doing Pilates. Another good example of that transition in why. I had a woman come to me. She was just turned 65, retiring. She was an attorney and, you know, working hard. She had put on several extra pounds and her doctor said she was pre-diabetic. She needed to exercise. She needed to lose weight. So she came in private sessions. All she wanted to do was start moving, start moving so she could, you know, lose that weight and not go on diabetic medications. And she realized, and, and I was honest with her, you know, Pilates isn't designed to lose weight, but when you go from not moving to moving, you're going to lose weight. And when you lengthen and strengthen your muscles, your body's going to get slender even though the scale doesn't change. So she was aware of that. But what happened was once she started moving and feeling better, then she got motivated to start watching her diet better. She started mo getting motivated to move outside the Pilates room. And so that why evolved she eventually got her why became she wanted to be part of the group classes so she could participate, you know, more cost efficiently and come to classes on a regular basis. And it even gets better. She loved it so much that her husband, who was a few years younger than her and very fit for his birthday, bought him a 10 pack of sessions. So he came in and his why was to make his wife happy because she bought him this nice present. And once he got in and realized where he was and what was going on, he was a gymnast and when he was young. And so he saw the challenge to his body that gym, gym, you know, doing gym, uh, the gymnastics did when he was young. So it revived that youthful feeling and yeah. he got excited and he wanted to do the chair and he wanted to stand on the reformer. So again, his why was to accept a kind gift and and when it was all said and done, he said, this is the best present my wife ever gave me. Yeah. So, you know, that it, it's just beautiful because Pilates is the answer. And for her, it was the answer to trying to stay off a diabetic medication. But it became the answer to uniting this couple in a shared love of Pilates in their life. So, you know, you can tell I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you have another story to share, Stacey? Well, for me, because it just makes me think about all the lovely people that I've met along the way with teaching um, that I haven't expected, you know, to be able to connect with people on a much deeper level. Um, because, you know, so many people come into Pilates, like I said, to get out of pain or, you know, they're looking for an answer they might not even know they're looking for. And you end up seeing their journey and then you end up just connecting on other levels as well. And I just really enjoy that. One of my favorite clients that I've worked with is somebody that, um, you know, was really just struggling with some confidence and struggling with, you know, just being hard on herself about her body. And um, she wasn't even necessarily concerned about weight loss, but just really about feeling better about herself, more confident. And um, I just loved watching her, you know, come in over the the times that she came and noticed her posture was better and you could just see her confidence coming out that she started feeling better about herself. And then she ended up deciding to become an instructor. And so that's cool too, for me, especially because, you know, with my role being a master trainer and I mentor um, instructors, and it's just so fun watching that journey 
and everybody's story is different. And like for me, I came into instructor training only having had two reformer sessions. I had taken oh some math only two reformer sessions. And then it's so funny because, you know, people that come through my teacher training um, program, they end up, you know, being so shocked because sometimes they come into it with hours and hundreds of hours mm -hmm. of sessions. Um, and it, you know, then they realize it's something that they want to do, but I just knew after two sessions, um, but I was a little bit behind the curve also because I didn't have the experience that other people in my training group did. So that's what I love about it is that it really is inclusive. Like there's just so many, um, people that I think that it serves that find sort of their niche in terms of both taking Pilates and then also sometimes teaching it as well. So I just really love that. And I, one of the things I really want you to talk about is I'm curious to think about like this whole why thing. So I want to know, because for me, one of the things that I struggle with, and I mentioned this last podcast, but I really struggle with like keeping consistent and accountable with myself for, for lots of things for, you know, going to bed on time or, you know, um, you know, my own getting outside and getting fresh air and walking and, being consistent, I'll either do really, really well, you know, for several days and then just completely have no routine, no schedule um, and say bodies. And so I need to I want to like explore more about learning why it is that I'm like that and what can help me with having, you know, some more like intrinsic motivation, maybe. I don't know if that's the word for it. That's exactly the word. That is exactly where it's intrinsic. And how we find that intrinsic motivation is we get to know ourselves better. One of the things I like to do when I start coaching with anyone is take a look at their needs and values because, and a long time ago, Maslow, like in the forties came up with this hierarchy of needs. You know, we have basic needs, food and shelter, and then we had have a need for being loved and belonging. And then, you know, there's a whole hierarchy, which I can share at some other time. But the point of it is, is if you learn what your needs are and your values and you create what you want to do supported by those needs, you're going to stick with it because now you have what's behind it to do that. So for example, one of my major needs, and it's cool, needs actually change over time because when a need is fulfilled, a new need arises. So for example, if your primary need was shelter and you get a house, you don't need that anymore. So then a new need shows up. So one of my needs that showed up over the years, and the first time I did these assessments that I like to do was 20 years ago. Communication was my primary, one of my primary needs. Every time I do it, communication is my primary need. I have this insatiable need to communicate. Now, maybe I wasn't listened to when I was a kid. I don't know. But whatever it is, it's why I love to teach. It's why I'm excited about this podcast, whether I'm teaching college courses, whether I'm teaching Pilates, whether I'm doing a workshop, I am in my element. So I know if I want to keep doing something, what I need to do is plan to teach someone else and then I put the time in on it. So that's one of the ways to do that. Find your needs and values. And then when you create this goal and the path to get there, make it revolve around your needs and values. So I'm curious then you got to help me with figuring out mine because I am not like a natural teacher. I am really, I tend to be very shy. Like even doing this podcast is really stepping out of my comfort zone. I've wanted 
to do a podcast for several months, at least half a year. And part of what prevents me, well, part of it is just being self-conscious, you know, and, and not having like a Pilates body and the things, you know, all these things that I tell myself, but then <laughs> I'm not like, a, I don't feel like I'm a natural teacher. I am a natural teacher in a way, but I do much better one-on-one and being in front of a group is really challenging for me. And so I'm just interested, like how you can help me learn all oh, these things. Yes. Well, what I'm going to suggest that we do is I actually have a needs and a values assessment and okay. I'm going to, you should take that. I want to take it again. I will. In fact, you know what? Sounds like a good idea. Let's do that. And then our next episode, we'll come back evaluate our needs and values, how it supports us teaching, how it supports us doing our Pilates, maybe some other things in life. You know, I've done it in the past and I've decided to take on some kind of new activity because it's going to fulfill a need. How does that sound to you? Yeah, I'm all about, I'm always like wanting to learn more and more about myself and ways that I can better myself, you know, and I think part of that, yes, is understanding yourself, understanding your limitations, understanding your strengths. And, you know, not from like a critical standpoint necessarily, for, but just from a learning perspective of, okay, here's what I'm working with and here's what I do really well, but here's what I can work on. So I'm thrilled. I will love, I'll be like your test subject. <laughs> yeah, that sounds super. All righty. Well, you know what? Until we do that, I think it's probably time that we um, wish our listeners the best. Tell them, oh, for sure. We want to hear your stories. If you know your why, we want to hear about it. If you don't know your why, listen next next podcast so you can hear how we're looking into our why. Maybe we can help you get there. Sounds great. All right. We'll see y'all guys next podcast. All right. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you for tuning in. For more information, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Pilates is the Answer and on the web at PilatesIsTheAnswer.com. Feel free to message us with questions for which you are searching the answer. We would love for you to follow our podcast, leave a kind review, and lots of stars.